0: Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley.
1: Saskatchewan pulse exports to India are getting a big boost. India has renewed its fumigation waiver for Canadian pulse crops to June 30th. Rice Tenaria farmer Lee Moats is the chair of Pulse Canada and a director with the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. He says India is the most important market for Canadian pulse crops.
2: Well, I was delighted to get a phone call from uh, Minister uh, of Agriculture Macaulay this morning to say that the uh, uh, Indian government had notified them that the, the, uh, they had decided to extend their, their uh, fumigation derogation until June 30th of 2017. So that's a, a three-month extension, which is a very welcome relief for the situation for Western Canadian pulse growers.
1: Had pulse shipments been affected by the uh, lack of a fumigation agreement between India and Canada?
2: The people in the trade that uh, that we have heard from say yes, it it has been the uncertainty is of course a, a very difficult thing to deal with. We are, uh, you know, forty or fifty or sixty days away from India b- by water, and so not knowing uh, caused people to, you, you know, address their risk, and and I think in many cases stop shipping and. Of course, we saw that at the farm gate because a number of companies had pulled their bids and were, were really trying to manage that risk position. And, and that meant it put a, a real chill on the marketplace, particularly for lentils.
1: How much had prices fallen?
2: Well, that's a good question. Uh, I'm a red lentil grower. So in, in my world, uh, you know, a 30 cent lentil uh, has become a, a 25 cent lentil now. And, uh, you know, some companies have uh, have uh, pulled their bids altogether. So so a very, uh, you know, disturbing situation.
1: You're hoping for a recovery now?
2: Well, good question. We know that there's lots of pulses in the world. We had an excellent kind of production level in, in Western Canada. It could have been much higher uh, based on the, the inclement weather conditions, but uh, we had a, a lot of supply. So, you know, good question whether it'll recover. The, the, the uh, three-month derogation extension is not not a permanent solution so the june will come very fast so of course we'll be looking for a long term solution to allow the trade to to have some predictability to their situation yeah are you disappointed it's just a 3 month waiver well you know we i guess we are hoping that we have a more permanent uh, solution instead of a derogation and the 3 months will come fast uh, we're hoping That the Indian government people take a a strong look at our proposal to have a systems approach uh, where Canada can provide them with the assurance that we are not going to introduce pests of concern in the shipments of of grain from Canada. Uh, Of course, our view is that we have a very strong system here and we don't have the presence of of pests that we we think are of concern in India. So we're hoping that that they will accept that position. And now we have three months to work hard in an effort to uh, help them understand that that would meet their needs.
1: Canada feels there's no need for fumigation of our crops, mainly because the insect that they're worried about is not found in Canada.
2: Well, you know, that's certainly one of the issues. I'm sure that they have concerns about more than just one pest. But, you know, the pests that we know of, we're, we're assured that by our system, that we don't have those and that in the event, unlikely event that we, there would be a pest of concern that our testing procedures and, uh, and all of the mechanisms that we have would, would identify it and, and prevent it from being shipped to India. So that's our position is that we can provide them with a, gr- a great level of assurance without fumigation being required.
1: And India is an incredibly important market for Saskatchewan post crops.
2: It certainly is. It's our most important market by size, accounting for over a billion dollars, $1.1 I think, in 2016 dollars' worth of pulse exports and and 1.9 million tons of pulses. And just to put a fine point on that, that really is about a third of total Canadian pulse exports. And in peas, it's even more important, about 42% of Canadian pea exports are moved to India.
1: Lee Moats is the chair of Pulse Canada. He farms at Riceton, about 50 kilometers southeast of Regina. Premier Wall told reporters in Regina this morning he was glad to see India extend the fumigation waiver for another three months for Canadian pulse crops. And almost all of India's Canadian imports of lentils are Saskatchewan lentils. Um, we supply at any given year up to 60% of all their lentil imports come from Saskatchewan pulse growers. So this is good news. We continue to work on this issue, a long-term solution is needed. uh, And we've been supportive of uh, now two different federal governments in this effort. And we've also been engaged uh, in India directly, as you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully there's good news in the future about a a potential long-term solution. Meantime, Premier Wall is heading to Washington, D.C. next week to discuss trade. The Premier will be in the U.S. Capitol from April 3rd to 6th, promoting cross-border trade and the benefits of the North American Free Trade Agreement. Harvest is not expected to resume in the Yorkton region for at least a couple weeks. An estimated 1.3 million acres of crop were left over winter because of excess moisture last fall in Saskatchewan. Lyndon Hicks, regional crop specialist in Yorkton, says the snow is almost gone in his area, but fields are still still too wet to combine.
3: We're still, uh, uh, in much of the region, uh, there's still snow, snow to go and, uh, yeah, extremely wet, so we're still... Uh, we're just kind of coming out of winter over in this area.
1: So there's a lot of still, the fields are still way too wet. There's nobody can get on.
3: Yeah, I, I haven't seen anybody out in the fields. And yeah, you're right. There's still stubble uh, fields that have snow in them. So yeah, we're still quite a ways from thinking about harvest.
1: When do you expect harvest to resume or get underway?
3: I guess depending on what the what the weather does. Uh, or how the forecast goes, but I would think it's you know at, at earliest probably mid-April, but we'll see mid to later April. That would be my guess.
1: So the creeks are all running though.
3: Yeah, depending if you get north, they're not they're not running too much, but around Yorkton, yeah, the creeks are starting to run the last couple of days. So it's spring is trying to get here.
1: How did the crops winter?
3: Good question. Um, I guess we'll see more. As I had mentioned there, uh, the snow is just kind of clearing off and disappearing. And so without having any reports of how people are doing, I'm not too sure. Uh, I guess we'll see.
1: Which were the main crops left out?
3: The majority of it would probably be uh, the cereal crops. There's also, you'll you'll still see some canola swaths. But the majority of it, I would say, was uh, cereals, wheat, and probably wheat and oats or barley.
1: If the harvest starts or resumes mid-April to late April when do you see it wrapping up
3: most uh individuals you know who have a little bit left in the field no it's, it's always hard to say how much they've got left but I would say most of them don't have that much like you know maybe a quarter or two some guys might have more than that but hopefully once the combines get rolling uh it doesn't take that long maybe like a week. So hopefully, I mean, it's going to get busy there combining and, you know, trying to seed it shortly after, but hopefully it doesn't take too long to wrap the harvest up.
1: Lyndon Hicks is the regional crop specialist in Yorkton. Meanwhile, in western Saskatchewan, farmers could be on the field to harvest crop in less than two weeks. Ian Epp is an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada, covering west central and northwest Saskatchewan. He says there's still some snow cover in more northern areas, but not the western grain belt.
0: Yeah, definitely the northern grain belt still has quite a bit more snow. We see a little bit more snow late, just a little bit farther behind, kind of as per usual. But that's, you know, that Highway 7 corridor, the Rose Town, Kindersley, and various areas around there, there isn't any snow left in the field. So I have heard rumors of a few guys pulling the combines out. I don't know if they're in the field yet. I don't think so. But I kind of think harvesting will start as, as long as the weather continues to hold, probably in the next, week to 10 days.
1: EPP advises farmers to get a sample to assess quality.
0: It's pretty easy to go out there with a shovel, put a shovel underneath that swath, thrash out a little bit of canola, take it to an elevator and see what kind of condition your crop is in. That might change how you manage it, when you harvest it, how you harvest it, what bins you put it in, what condition it's in.
1: Most observers expect canola to overwinter better than cereal crops but issues could arise with oilseed quality as well.
0: Some years the canola coming off in spring is almost as good as fall, and almost very little quality change. Some years it's sample canola, it's very poor quality. I think it depends on a variety of factors, temperature, moisture going into harvest, coming out, whether we have a lot of rodents or other things disturbing our canola swaths. There's a lot of factors, and winter's a long time. There's a lot of time for the quality to deteriorate, but it really depends on the winter. So I, I kind of expect for this spring, for guys pulling in, that we're going to see some pretty good canola and maybe some stuff that had a a pretty rough winter.
1: Ian Epp is a Canola Council of Canada agronomy specialist covering northwest and west-central Saskatchewan. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for Durham fell 919 at 265.63. Feed barley went down $3 at 126.14. Canola fell 690 at 459.72. Oats declined five fourteen at one forty four thirty four. Number one red spring wheat slumped eight cents at two twenty eight twenty nine. The rest were unchanged. Flax four eighty eight ninety six. Feed peas two twenty fifty four. Yellow peas three o six forty nine. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was up two and a quarter cents a bushel at five forty five and a half
4: a fifty eight.
1: And now the latest livestock report.
4: Hi, this is Barry Olson at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction for the Market Report for the week of March 28th. Heparettes sold from $1.15 to $1.30. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.95 to $1.10. D3 cows sold from $0.80 to $0.95. Canner cows sold from $0.40 to $0.50. Slaughter bulls from $1.13 to $1.25. Steers, 800 to 900 pounds, averaged $1.61 and sold up to $1.75. 700 pounds steers, 800 pounds, averaged $1.77 and sold up to $1.90. Steers, 650. To seven hundred pounds averaged $1.92 and sold up to two eleven. Steers six hundred to six fifty pounds averaged two oh three and sold up to two seventeen. Steers five fifty to six hundred pounds averaged two twelve and sold up to two twenty six. Steers five hundred to five fifty pounds averaged two fifteen and sold up to two thirty two. Heifers were twenty to twenty five cents back from the steers. Highlights of the sale were six fifty pound black heifers at a dollar seventy five a pound. A group of seven hundred pound red heifers at a dollar seventy three fifty, and a group of seven hundred and sixty pound black heifers at a dollar or $1,350 a head. For more market information, call me, Brady Olson, at Assiniboia Livestock Auction at
1: 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
4: Ham sold 5,000 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 159 to 161 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling in a range of 158 to 160 per ckg. Number one sales delivered to Winnipeg this week will sell in the range of $79 to $93 per ckg live weight. Cash hogs today are called steady to low. Lower, while lean hogs are trading higher, and the Canadian dollar is up 28 basis points, trading at 0.7532 cents U.S. Cash hogs yesterday were down 55 cents per hundredweight, while the cutout was down $1.39 per hundredweight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $22 per head black. There is a wide range to the USDA pre-report estimates, with speculation values will land in the higher ranges. Where this report ends up, combined with the health of the U.S. export market, will set the tone for the coming months.
1: Coming up, the farm weather-